Hello! Podcast happening on March the 4th at 10 past 7pm. This is weird because it's just me. There is no mic, there's no one else, and I've never done this before. So let's see how it goes. Um, Probably will be weird without having someone to bounce off. Um, But let's try it. Let's see what happens. You never know, unless you try. And if you never try, then you never know. Name that song. I can't actually think of the name. Coldplay. Stuck in river lights with... Fix you. Got it. So, um, this episode I want to talk about faith. It's what I want to talk about most of the time because it's very close to my heart and I've been on such a roller coaster, such a dramatic change in what I believe, what I believe, what I believe faith wise in the last, I'd say year. It feels like it's, it's only been a year and my mind has changed. In many ways, my mind has changed a lot and in many ways it hasn't. I'm going to talk to you all about it. I'm going to be open and honest and I like doing this because I'm sure that it will help people that are going through the same thing. The funny thing is, I'm not actually sure many people are going through the same thing. Something that has been hard is I've felt quite lonely in this because there's a lot of people around me that either are Christians or are agnostics or are atheists. The agnostics, a lot of them have not given this question much too much thought it doesn't really bother them to the extent that it really bothers me it really matters to me this question of is there a god that question has bugged me my whole life and i think it always will and i care i care about the answer um i care about finding an answer and i want there to be an answer and i want to know it's for me completely unsatisfying and i just don't get it when people aren't interested in that and you know it doesn't it's not something that they feel the need to question i mean i understand why if you've never if you've been raised and that's never been important in your childhood and your parents have never asked that question and you've never been exposed to um that kind of conversation then i can't imagine why it would be important to you but that is exactly it i have been raised in a christian family and I went to church from a young age and I went to a youth group at my church, Christian youth group, from the age of 13 to the age of 18 and it was the best time of my life. There was a lot of us and we were just such a family. Like there was people quite a lot older than me that I looked up to. There were people my own age that I was really good friends with. There was boys and girls and banter we had fun it was fun it wasn't intense it wasn't boring and churchy it was just fun and we all got each other and you know we met up all the time and the word community is overused but it absolutely was such a community such a fellowship and I used to come back from Wednesday night youth group absolutely buzzing and I went with my sister and my brother and that made it even more special and that was in the church that I grew up in so my experience of church was always really positive um sure I was thinking about you know why I was there and God and I would say that I believed in God um 
all of that time but I think at that age you, you don't perhaps fully realise the weight of what it means to believe in God which is fair enough you're just at an age where different things are important um, so I started studying philosophy when I was 14 that was a challenge because it was poking holes in what I believed and it was confronting me with arguments against God's existence and I thought shit I've not actually sat down and looked at the evidence for this and I don't actually know what my reasons are for this I've just I've just been raised this way and it's just been great and easy and I just assumed you know this is how it is so I asked a few questions and I think I did stop going to church for a bit but it wasn't too long before I came across arguments that made sense. The teleological argument was influential, which is the argument from design. Basically, look at look at the universe. It's so complex. It's so um, detailed in its design, and there are so many different organisms that are beautiful and impressive in in the way in their DNA and the and the way they do their p- function so well. Um, and for me that was like right I've got my argument I am happy with that that makes you know God makes sense to me in light of those kind of things that I see in the world and so I carried on and I kept doing philosophy I went to university and I did philosophy I went to university at the age of 18 I got baptised at the age of 19 oh no 20 so I'd been at university for two years and I got baptised and that was a really good day it was my church family that I'd found in Leeds and they loved me and they were great and they were people I was so comfortable with and my second year at university was just an absolute buzz I was super happy I was surrounded by great friends and that church was my family I put a lot of value on that church for the right reasons but I also put a lot of my worth in being a Christian and for me it was a sign that I was like a good doing well doing well in life um, you know, God loved me because I could do all these leadership positions in church and because um, I was being a good Christian. And loads of my worth came from being a good Christian. My whole purpose in life was just, you know, live for the church and serve the Lord and what I thought I was serving God. Then everything changed. I don't know... I still can't say what exactly triggered it. I can't pinpoint a moment. But the end of my second year, jetted off to America, feeling very energised, pumped, ready to go, get really involved in church. You know, they'd use me as a leader. I would, like, preach and I would get all these opportunities and blah, 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 grow my faith, become more Christian, become more headed towards church career probably or something um got to america found a church group that i quite liked although it wasn't quite how i'd pictured um no one came up to me and gave me a microphone no one wanted me to be this super cool preacher girl that i'd pictured and people were just happy that i was there and they just were happy for me to attend and be led by other people People who I could have led because I felt more mature than a lot of people around me. Um, But I went along anyway and it was the closest thing to family I had out there. 
So I kept going and it did keep me sane in one way and they were lovely and they cared for me and I don't know what I would have done without them actually because it was such a security out there. But thing is, their Christianity, a lot of them, I can't generalise them, but most of them that I met there, their Christianity was so religious. It was so... All the things that my Christianity was. And I think I just got to a point where I thought, this isn't, like, real life. Like, the world isn't this black and white be a good Christian and you'll get into heaven and Jesus is the way and everything else is wrong and I'd gone to America with that mindset of what I believe is right and if you're not Christian then then you're just wrong and my job is to make everyone as Christian as I possibly can and it was just arrogance like it never would have come across as arrogance but it was it was thinking that I was safe because I had the right answer to the world and the universe and everything in it and you know God loves me and now I have to um, try and get other people to see the truth because if they're not Christians then they're not seeing any truth and what happened in America is I met lots of people who were great decent people who I admired and respected and for them Jesus, church, God was completely irrelevant to their life. They were people that I aspired to be like. They did not need God for that and they did not need church. I needed church. I needed church to make me feel like I had a purpose in life. I needed church to feel valued, worthwhile and um, like yeah like I was worth something and I think I just realised oh you don't actually need church to be a good person there are actually many other ways of doing life there's many other belief systems out there and who is to say that there's those belief systems are less valid than mine I was just snapped out of my narrow-mindedness and they say travel broadens the mind it really broadened my mind it broadened my mind so much that I abandoned all my foundational beliefs um, and that is really hard it was really hard um, this happened gradually I should say like I didn't realize this was happening at the time I think it was even towards the end of America and coming home I would say like yeah I'm Christian you know um, and then over the summer I actually worked for a church back in England and this church is huge and you know great in many ways but it probably wasn't the place for me um, so even though I was working in a church in fact I think funnily enough being so wrapped up in church environments is what pushed me out of them because I was in the kind of church environments and they're not all like this they are not like this but I was around the kind of Christians that clearly I just did not relate to and I didn't want to be like and perhaps they were a bit more narrow-minded um, and there are a few people I met that had faith in God and you know were not like that and they have been a saving grace for me and all this 
because they made me realize that you don't have to be deluded to be a Christian which I think is how a lot of atheists perceive Christians unfortunately and I don't blame them because I can I know the type of Christians they're referring to but and they would like to think you know if they want atheism to be true so bad they would like to think all Christians are like that but they're they're not and I'm glad that I've not been that I've not been deluded into thinking that so anyway it was last summer and I was starting to feel really fed up with church what is the main thing that I was fed up with is church trying to impress or put on a show or be something or just not be real just not be genuine I'm very much a person who is quite honest tries to be honest I really like authenticity I really appreciate people who are themselves I really don't like falseness I don't even like small talk you know when people are just like oh you only meet those people and they're just like oh yeah that's so great oh my gosh I can think of this woman that I met in America oh that's so great isn't that so great oh and how is that oh great everything is great and it's just like what are you doing no one lives like that no I don't get it basically I just want someone to be real with me and the more Christians I met that were not like that the more pissed off I got and um yeah eventually drove me away from church I think and I was forcing it for so long as so many Christians do I was forcing to try and keep believing you know try and keep the faith and thought oh it's just me I need to pray more I need to read the bible more I need to do x y and z um and the moment that I was honest with myself I was honest with God even in my prayer time and I was just like you know what I don't get this I don't like it I don't like church anymore I don't want to be there I don't want to pray the Bible's boring I don't like this life that I'm living it doesn't feel me it feels like I'm putting on a suit every day putting on a I'm trying to fit into a mold and it's I wasn't really being rosy um, I wasn't expressing myself and to anyone else that is going through a similar thing the most important thing is that you are yourself and you express yourself what you need what you feel what you think and thank goodness I have people I am really honest with and I go for coffee now and I have done since day one of this whole thing and I've sat down with them and that includes my dad and my mum, my whole family I can be honest with and I'm so blessed to have them. People from church, you know, Christians, non-Christians, I'm, I have people where I can just be like, I don't get it. And there's a lot of Christians that I do that with and it is a bit awkward, it's a bit uncomfortable because they themselves haven't really wrestled with their faith, haven't really tried and tested this thing and pushed against it and resisted it and walked away from it for a time and asked questions and expressed all their own doubts because everyone has doubts everyone has things about christianity or whatever faith it is that they don't really get um no one is born 
believing in God. No one is born Christian, no one is born religious. It's something that you have to take on yourself. You add it to yourself, you choose it. So anyone who's acting like they believe easily, with full faith, all the time, it's just bullshit. And I was fed up of church making out like that is what it is to follow Jesus that is just love and joy and his joy is just wonderful and I just love him so much and you know the bible is great and and the world needs this book and oh I just and one thing that attracted to me to the church that I chose in first year when I came to university is that the pastors there are so good at being real people and they stand in front of a whole congregation and a lot of time in church I didn't see this but in this church they are just themselves and they just they're honest and to this day they are still like that and oh, I just love it and I couldn't go to any church that wasn't like that um I can't have friendships that are like that you know it's just yeah honesty 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 not pretense um so where did I get up to so yeah I stopped going to church um and it was really hard I want to emphasize that it's really hard and I it's sad that there's a lot of Christians that because they haven't been through what you've been through or because they're just fearful because their own faith isn't based on anything very solid and because they haven't asked the questions themselves I think deep down there is a fear that maybe this isn't right maybe this thing that I've based my whole life around isn't actually true and they aren't confident in it so when you start expressing your challenges and you ask them questions about their faith and you challenge things they say and you're brave enough to say actually I disagree with that and you're sat in a room full of people all encouraging each other and like yeah God is good in he and he did this and blah, blah. and you're sat there saying actually is God good because my friend's parent has got cancer and I don't see how that works you know when you have the bravery to say that some people will respond by trying to change your mind trying to convince you um, trying to point out you know how you could believe better or believe more trying to help you trying to pray for you that's really annoying I don't need you to pray for me I need you to just listen and let me be and let me express what I'm feeling right now because it's hard for me um anyway I've read that came across my dad sent me this great um six stages of faith thing which I posted on Facebook back in December um and it goes through stages of faith that people have in their lives and there's a stage four which really well described what I felt slash feel it's called the individuative reflective stage and it says this this is the tough stage often begun in young adulthood when people start seeing outside the box and realizing that there are other boxes they begin to critically examine their beliefs on their own and often become disillusioned with their former faith. Ironically, the stage three people think that stage four people have become backsliders when in reality they have actually moved forward. Definitely came across this. This is what I was just talking about. 
people that haven't been through what you've been through so they just try and make you more Christian and that's totally me that was totally me a year plus ago I would have been panicking you know if my friend came to me and said oh I just don't believe in this anymore I would have been oh you know well God is good and, and he'll always be good and he'll always answer your prayers but thank the Lord for people in my life mostly over the age of 30 40 years old that I come to and I say yeah I don't get the Bible I don't like that I don't see that I don't see how God is good I don't I can't believe that because that doesn't that bit of it doesn't make sense to me and that bit of it doesn't make sense to me um and they've just said okay yeah I get it that's cool that's fine they've not tried to change my mind and they've let me know that it's okay to be myself and that's been a really important thing for me recently I feel like I'm learning who I am a bit and being able to express all my questions um to be really really honest with myself which is not easy but please be honest with yourself if you're going through something similar um and be honest with other people that love you wise people um that understand that life is not a fairy tale um Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, if you're honest with those people, then... Oh, yeah, that's when you make progress. Because... Only because I was honest and I, like, let out of my mind the things I was going through. Once they were out there, I could, like, reflect on them, find some answers, move on, move forward... Um, because I wasn't keeping it to myself and I wasn't trying to pretend to be something I wasn't um, it's freeing it's really freeing it feels really good and I was scared what if I never believe in God again what if God isn't real because I built my whole life on that foundation I think that's something that you might only understand if you have been raised with faith it, I just I didn't always feel like my friends who weren't Christians understood how significant it was for me. I didn't just go to church on a Sunday. I didn't just believe in God and also in lots of other things sideways to that. When you believe in God, it changes how you perceive everything. It changes your view on humanity, on your friends, on your thoughts, on your behavior, on the universe and decisions you make and your lifestyle everything is filtered through well my purpose on this earth every single day of my life is to serve God so how am I doing that when I'm doing my homework how am I doing that when I'm driving my car and that sounds ridiculous but that's how it was for me it was everything came down to that so when that's gone the carpet is pulled under your feet very scary very difficult and if I don't have people to talk through it with I don't know what I do um, a quick before I finish quickly where I'm at now it's not finished by any means I'm still on that journey everyone I talk to keeps saying to me it's a journey, it's a journey, it's a journey and I don't really connect with that phrase I think because it's overused and I don't really get what it means but everyone keeps saying it to me um, 
I, if I'm honest, I do feel like I will find my faith again. I think that I've seen enough, heard enough and experienced enough of what I at least once thought was God, believed was God. Um, and it's been significant enough that I can't just shake it off. I can't just walk away from it and drop it and say, yeah, that was all in my head. All completely made up, you know, deluded that whole time. Actually, there's absolutely nothing. I think a lot of people leave who were raised perhaps quite strict Christian in particular. They leave church, but they still believe in a God of some sort. And maybe the Jesus bit and the dying on the cross bit and the heaven and hell bit is the bit they don't really get. But they can't drop entirely the idea of God. Um, because you, ex I think it's because for me, I've experienced something that is hard to put to words, but it just seemed real. It felt real. It felt real. And you trust your own intuitions, I think, rightly so. You can't just discount what feels really real. Um, I know that we live in a society that is obsessed with rationality and science and evidence and don't believe anything unless it can be proven by science. And there's many cases in which that's appropriate, but what I've learnt is that there are so many things we believe that are not proven by science and there's far more to life than being rational in every circumstance. Um, I'm still getting my head around that and I'm looking forward to the day when I can talk about that more because I understand it better. But yeah, the things that I'm currently reflecting on are of that nature. And um, also quickly, my mental health has not been great recently. The past year has been really difficult for many reasons. And I've stopped going to church. Um, I went quite a few months without going to church, without really seeing many people from church. Which for me, just imagine, used to be such a central like core. Like, just as much as I was doing my degree, I was going to church. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't just a Sunday thing. It was like I was really, really involved. Um, that has just made me feel more lonely and that doesn't mean church is the answer guys, everyone should be going to church it means community is the answer and there's something about my church that I just walk in the building I feel completely myself and at home and welcome um, my church is really good for me and for my brain and my soul um, so stepping away from church kind of rebelling against it being annoyed with it being stubborn and not going has, and being in this place of really dark just loneliness um, has made me want to step back to it and appreciate it and this time I'm going out of choice because I actually understand the value of church whereas before I wasn't going because I understood the value of church I was going because I thought I had to that's been a super cool thing to learn. But I never would have got there if I would have just continued to try and pretend I was really Christian like everyone else and force myself to have faith because you can't force it. Um, if you don't believe, you don't believe. And you need to be honest with yourself about that. I could talk for a lot longer about this, um, but it's been a long time and it's been one person's voice. So I'm going to give you a break and it's been heavy as well. 
but please talk to me about this if you if it's something that interests you um yeah it's huge i think bigger than perhaps we realize um yeah thanks for listening i have no idea what that sounded like so i'm gonna listen to it back but have a great sunday evening i'm gonna go and uh don't know what i'm gonna do i might write some poetry i've been writing a lot of poetry recently actually i've written a poem about this whole church experience maybe i'll read it to you oh you lucky things it's got a lot of effing and blinding in, I'll just warn you. And this, this poem, I imagined it like spoken word type feel, um, with a lot of passion. It's a reflection of how I was feeling in the moment. I think I wrote this about a week ago. Um, that I, It's aggressive. I'm just, I'm feeling the need to warn you, it is aggressive. But that's a reflection of the bitterness and the anger I was feeling so I think it's important that I don't you know just discredit this but okay here goes fuck god fuck church fuck trying to be deserving of credit and joy and heaven and all that shit I'm glad I realized I don't actually get it Fuck my preacher with his one-way system and his idea of how I am to be. I don't want your thoughts or opinions or even your prayers. I don't need help changing to be more like Jesus. I need to be me always and forever. More me, more authentic Rosie. So fuck church and Christians and screw waking up trying to please. I just want to face my day with ease. And ever since I said no... I feel more free and more me, so I'm exactly where I should be. Away from guitars and welcomes and Bibles, closer to friends who like me however I come. Yes, if love has won, then love will win me again. But don't win me back, not to that place. It needs to be new and exciting and freer, because there's more to life than the Church of Corinthia, and I'm looking forward to less religious crap and more chatting and covering ground of maps. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.